Hi folks, welcome to the next edition of the Serverless Age. Myself, Dave Anderson, author and contributor at the Serverless Age and technical fellow at Bazaar Voice. Hey everyone, I am Mark McCann, architect at Globalization Partners and author and contributor at the Serverless Age. This is a bit I struggle with. What's my name? So I'm Michael O'Reilly. I'm a software architect with Globalization Partners and a contributor with Serverless Edge. Hello. Hello. Your man. Your so man. We were, uh, we've been talking a fair bit this week about um, orderly mapping, obviously features in the book stuff. But I think the one thing I was hearing about mapping is pe people are like almost freaked out by it. So I, I thought it might be interesting to just kind of have a chat about mapping and, and kind of how we started and just some experiences. So put you on the spot. Um, where did you first hear about worldly mapping? That's really hard. When? It's, 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 it's been almost a big part of our lives for so long now that it's like, <laughs> I don't know when, quite a few years ago, like 20, 20, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, something like that. I, I think about 12 or 13-ish. Sounds about right. 2012-2013. I remember this first, he, at that time he was doing, there was a talk he was doing at some of the cloud conferences. He was a lot of the, the early cloud stuff. Yeah. And he was doing that, what do you call it, crossing the river by feeling the stones or something. He used to do a talk about how he started mapping and when he was a CEO at a company and how he, how he, and all the Art of War stuff. It was a nice talk he did. He introduced, that was a great talk. I've done yeah. the rounds. Yeah, learning how to play chess, wasn't it? Because yeah, you, you used to were yeah, certainly when we were working together at the time, like these two were early pioneers, adopters of sort of mapping within our space. And I'm I'm thinking that was 2018, 20, 2017, maybe at the earliest. But it was that video, I think it was an open source conference where it was like a wee 20 minute video I was. Simon was really funny in it as well, which actually helped, you know, it was just, yeah. it was just... When we, you know, the way he presented it, it just came across as really common sense. Like, why would you do anything else? And that was hilarious. But I think I think the, the the bigger question is around why were we looking for this type of stuff, or how did how why why did it resonate with us? I think we were all at a certain point in our careers where we were, you know, we've been engineers for a while, we've been doing stuff for a while, we've been delivering solutions, but now we're like, what's there's a bigger picture here that we're not quite grasping, or there's yeah. there's more to it. There, there's there's things that we can't. Why? Why is this the way it is? Why? Why are these decisions being made? You know, you know, we 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 couldn't quite grasp it or fathom it. So we were looking for something to help us with that yeah. you know, next stage in our careers, right? About you know, better, better, being better leaders and, and understanding more and, and setting better directions and being more uh, impactful in what we were doing. Yeah, and he he was calling stuff out that we were that we were I wouldn't say struggling with, but we were seeing the same thing. Yeah, so I remember. I think we heard about it around about thirteen ish. Mark, I remember then um, he started writing this book around 16, I think. And then I remember I went over to um, Lean Agile Scotland. Yeah. I remember going over to Lean Agile Scotland in, I think it was October 2016. And he did the talk in person. I remember talking to him afterwards. I remember it didn't really, it didn't, I, I'd seen his talk a couple of times, but it didn't really click until I was sat watching it in real life. And I was like, ah, I remember going up and talking with him. He, I think he hung around that conference for a few days and we were bumping into him, doing one of the sessions and standing talking to him and then coming back going, right, <laughs> I'm starting to get it now. Yeah. I remember being for about a year or two just being confused by it back at the start before I, I was at that event. Yeah. I think I think when it kind of landed for myself, it was around the same sort of thing where you're, you know, you're a technical leader and you're trying to 
you're trying to enact change in a particular space, you know, and you're dealing with people in different disciplines and you're talking about a reasonably complex topic, you know, and so how do you think about that? You know, how do you how do you talk about the, you know, the landscape? You know, how do you talk about what you want to move? You know, how do you how do you communicate across those various disciplines? It's a very difficult thing, very time consuming thing. But then, you know, when I when I started to kind of try out some maps and again, I was always wrong. And when I look at some of my early maps, I'm kind of, you know, you know, I've still got some of those pictures, you know, some of the, the initial ones and you're like, yeah, but I tried it. I tried it, you know, and, um, and then for me, that's when it clicked, you know, and you're kind of going, yeah, there definitely is something, there's definitely something in this, you know? Yeah. I, I always liked the idea of, remember even before that we were doing the threat model of security. I liked the idea of a group of people, drawing a diagram to understand something. Mm-hmm. I always thought was really powerful. And yeah. um, melting people's heads and more people couldn't understand how to draw straight to that model. It's just like, what, what do you mean this is an architecture diagram? So what is it then? And it's like, it's a different type of diagram. And like, what do you mean? So yeah. there was always, uh, I always thought that was really interesting to use visual collaboration as, as, as a technique. Yeah. Um, but you said something important there, Mike, about you, 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 you make that transition to looking at them to actually try and, and draw on them yourself. Mm-hmm. No, and that's it. And and the thing is, like, once you get the, you know, once you kind of get it into it, what 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 I started doing, how I started to begin to use them more was remember there was a time when we said like we need to stop using PowerPoints, yep. you know, and we need to start getting people into rooms and having conversations and working sessions. And what I found was, I kind of felt like how I refined and improved my ability around worldly maps was I tried to teach it to our people who maybe hadn't experienced it, you know, like, so if we had visitors or we we had customers in the building, you'd get them down in the end room on the big white wall and we'd, we'd just, a map, we'd just start talking. You try and you try and teach them what a map was and, you know, what position meant and, you know, and you would just have a conversation. And I didn't always work either, like, but sometimes they're really good. <laughs> some of my sessions you're walking out of, like, you're right, absolutely. There were some sessions that were good, and but there was other sessions where you're kind of going, wow, actually, you remember there was one particular session where there was an exec in, and it was like, right, this is a bit of a gamble. But we we did the map on the wall, and it was, you know, you're drawing the, you're drawing the dots, and then there was stuff there I hadn't even thought about at the time, you know, and you're like, oh. I remember that. If, if it's it's, if it's the, the lady I'm thinking of, yeah, blew her mind. So that was blew one, her mind, like that, that was brilliant. That one particular one, you kind of going, yep. And then and then that all of a sudden a strategy was born, <laughs> you know. And you're like, yeah, yeah, oh, that was awesome. Uh, so I, but I think there's a, there's an already important step there from you're doing it yourself, then you're doing it with a, a group environment. Yeah, that's the important step because I think when you're looking at them yourself and scribbling yourself, you're just all figuring out. When you do it in a group environment, the group. We'll say, well, what about this? What about that? That's when it really starts to click. That's yeah. the dimensions. And then what I love about even when you go to those conferences and things as well, you always evolve, right? Even even when you even now if you go into a room and you're trying something else, even even Wardley and the guys, they're always trying to enrich the maps further. You know, like um, you're always there's always new ways you maybe attempt something or you try and represent something, and you're always you're you know you get way more efficient. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it's it's definitely a good practice to, to, and, to and, and it's even the basic stuff about you know who are your users what are their needs what's the what's the value chain of components to meet those needs without even getting on the drawing a map you would have such amazing conversations with teams just going oh do you remember that thing oh you forgot about that you didn't add that in See if I'm being absolutely honest. I when I looked at the you know the worldly map on canvas before, I was like, oh, this feels like way too much prep, or 
There's too, yeah. I felt like there's too much up front. I want to get, I want to get right into the map. You know, and I, I always really struggle. And then, but then, but then when I actually sit down one time and I, you know, when I went through the canvas and I was like, actually, do you know what? This is, this is much better. <laughs> this, uh, this helps just get so much more context out into the open up front, you know, right away. And then your mapping is just way more effective, you know, like, so I even, I've only learned that, like, I've only started really using this in the last sort of 18 months, you know, even, yeah. and even earlier than, not even as long as that, maybe. That's, um yeah, that's, that's Ben Monsieur. He's um sure. at, at Hired Thought on Twitter. He's on learnwordlymapping.com. He's brilliant. His wordly mapping canvas is, is brilliant. For me, the two big things were one is start with a customer need. That's powerful. And I don't know how many teams, like I remember one team had a, like a thought for six months because they didn't know who the customer was. Mm. He's thinking, folks, <laughs> that's a sign of itself. And then the second thing is the whole idea of the 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 four phases of evolution, the evolutionary axis. I mean, once you get your head around that concept, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. And, and then being comfortable with not being perfect was was was. You know, I think we there's such a body of work out there, and Sam has just done such a phenomenal job and, and documented all the book is just you know, full of just insight and brilliance. Right, it can kind of almost get intimidating when you're like, oh, my map doesn't look like that. Or uh, I think yeah. we 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 all felt that. Oh, we we were thought it, and then once we started doing it with teams and started doing it with people, we're like, oh, the hell no, we'll just, we'll just go for it and see what see what emerges. We we got comfortable being uncomfortable. Talking to people about it and challenging people yeah. and bringing teams on the journey. Yeah. That's a massive part of it because every time you see a map, you think that looks brilliant. It's so complicated. It's great. I could never do that. But what you don't realize is it starts from just one component and builds up over time and then you tidy it up. So it could be a couple of hours work, but it's like saying, it's like, saying a, like a, a painting and yep. I could never draw that, but you have to just start at the start. And there was a phase where you could read maps really quickly. You could read maps, other people's maps really quickly and really understand them and really get the context and get situational awareness rapidly, but you couldn't create your own ones that quickly. Right? When yes. it, it mattered to you, when it was something that was important to something you were trying to achieve or a team you were trying to help evolve or, or, or you know, understand, you know, some some strategy. It was really hard to do that yourself, but if somebody showed you the map afterwards, you can read it in the problem. You do, oh, I know, I get what's going on now. So, do you remember there was a phase when, I don't know if you remember this, where we were still trying to draw them and you might say, I'm trying to map out a certain thing and I can't get it right. I just, I, yeah. and you'd be like, what are you trying to do? And it's like, I'm, I'm trying to map out this thing, but I'm stuck. And then you just, well, if you've thought about having this as the user or maybe mapping this, no, there was a different angle that sometimes you could just couldn't see it by yourself. Yeah. One of the other pitfalls we fell into was we, we put too much detail in, we went too low level. And then someone like you did come along and zoom us out and say, ah, you don't need those five components. Here's just one that represents but- that. Yeah, I think that's a big thing about that that visual collaboration because that used to be the same in the in the threat model for security. People would think it's like a system diagram and they draw every single possible thing, like everything. Like you don't need to draw all like thirty five classes, <laughs> you know. So that was, yeah. But I think uh, practice, practice, practice is probably the 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 big lesson here. And we knew we were starting to get good when we were able to do roll it across multiple teams. And to map out their tech stack, and they were all getting value from it, and they were all getting excited about doing it. And then we were getting lots of feedback on, oh, that didn't work, or this didn't work. And you know, mm-hmm. when we were all in person, we were in offices. I remember being in an office, everybody. <laughs> um, oh. you know, we were drawing on the board, and it was all very collaborative. But I think now, with the emergence of really good online collaboration tools, you're getting that same yeah. with the with like Peer Mirror and others. And Mirror was brilliant. Yeah. 
what do you two think about like one of the things I always struggle with, you know, because when you first get into mapping and it works, you start to realize you start to these things begin to emerge. You start to, you know, your things fall out of them and you you're able to action certain things and you're you want to show your map to everybody. <laughs> bring your, yeah, start, remember that phase. <laughs> start putting your map on presentations and stuff. And yeah. you know, and you'll be telling everybody how brilliant mapping is. But then you realize, hmm. It's really maybe not the map I need to be communicating in certain circles. It's maybe more the outcomes or, you know, yeah. the actions from. And, and I think there's a nice intersection between mapping and, and Gregor Hope's uh, elevator architect. And we started to realize uh, certain 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 floors in the on the elevator you, you can't really show the maps too. There's too much, oh, too much detail, right? You need to summarize it or represent it in some other way. Yeah, I think. Well, that... no, that's a really important lesson, and just. And any kind of detail as you, as you go up the as you go up the elevators, you go up to more senior in the organization. People just want to hear what are you going to do and what happens when you do that. You don't want to know how you figure it out. You know what I mean? Now, if they say, "Okay, well, why are you doing that?" and "What about this? What about that?" At least you can go through the map in your head and say, "Well, you've thought about it." You know, but just send to somebody. Here's what I'm doing, and here's the outcome I think I'm going to hit. You don't need to show them while you're working out. You need to have it. No. Um, I think it was an important lesson they learned. But with, with anything, you know what I mean? It's even like um, you don't always need to show you're working out, but but have it. Yeah. No. And then there's the whole, there's the whole, like, and then again, your your excitement takes you into the new areas and your your service and all this new information, like the worldly strategy cycle, you know, which yep. is you know, the, the, the Yoda loop. Um, Thematic patterns. But I would say, like, spend, spend time getting used. Mapping in itself is very fruitful. You know, you will be able to kind of emerge and realize a lot of value from the map itself, you know, but then the more you do it, the more then you can move on to the the, the more sort of complex things, you know, the um what are they, what do we call them? The patterns, the, the doctrines and then the, the gameplays and stuff, you know, like take yeah. time that 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 will emerge, you know. That's um, the thing I like is the fact that you start to see that's the thing I like, you start to see patterns in the map and you go, ooh, pioneer settler town planner or whatever. Yeah. Or emerging capability, you start to see things appear that you that you didn't think were going to appear in the map. That, that's where it gets. I, I think there's always, there's always a an aha moment when you start putting inertia barriers on stuff. It's like, what's stopping yep. you from there to there? Or yes. more importantly, who's stopping you getting from there to there? Right? Yeah. And then there, I always remember there was um, <laughs> one map we did with one of our other architects. It was very funny. Remember, we were mapping a whole bunch of teams, and we had been sent this. Uh, not name them, but um, that that team is 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 you know they're what why are they not for? He's no, it's really important. It's really important. And then we done the map, and everyone else was up in the high value. This one team were down in kind of custom invisible, mm-hmm. and we're always remembering going, what are they doing down there? Right enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, I know. Uh, Trying to tell you, but they're nice. Getting getting situational awareness is uh, sometimes sometimes it exposes things that you sometimes you can't unsee. Yeah, yeah, very funny. Um, so come here here. So, so maybe two questions. First one is, um, you think it's difficult to start today? I think when we started mapping, there was there wasn't much about like there was just the odd presentation. Do you think it's difficult to get started today? No, I guess I think the. It's it's crossed the chasm, I guess. Right, there's lots of material out there. There's lots of people doing it. The community growing massively. Um, the the, the books coming out, obviously, that has this mapping as a central sort of element of of the the entire book. Um, 
I think just just you can Google stuff now. You can YouTube it. There's the you know the online conference as well. Um, the, the map camp conference was just again phenomenal. I think some of those videos will yep. be made available soon as well. And a lot of the a lot of the maps that even Seven does now is readily available on GitHub. You can just start searching up some of the research groups. There. That's true. He's got all the research now on GitHub. So, some of the some of the map camp talks. I remember I was in map camp maybe two three years ago. I was in map camp in London down Shoreditch and. And and again, like we're always talking about like the tech industry, but like there was there were scenarios where there were some stories where I think it was like the Coast Guard was looking at the optimize, streamline their their processes. And there was a video where they just got to the guy right in time before he went under the water, pulled him up. And that was as a result of kind of optimizing the the value chain, you know, and it's kind of going like these, there's there's way more people mapping than you actually probably realize, you know, in terms of just yeah. Amazing and streamlining. What's insane? There's oh, loads yeah. of crazy stories about all oh, loads of mad stuff. There's it's, it's way bigger than tech. There's loads of stuff. There's countries mapping. There's got there's all sorts of stuff going yeah. on. But a, a lot of the work in the UK gov with the Maxwell and Co. The same did. You know, that still stands to test time. And you know, if you look at the UK you know, government's you know, digital sort of footprint, it's all in there, and it's still in there. And like a lot of their freely 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 available materials, it's you can still see there's you know permeated with that through of thinking the users user needs understanding the value chain situational awareness and mapping is in there which is great to see brilliant but then there's a couple there's a good couple of um uh, resources if you look at simon wardley's twitter handle s wardley um he's got a pinned tweet so he's a couple of things so he's got his book i have a, a copy of hardback oh, wow. nice cool um so he's got his book on medium on um wardley maps um so there's a whole bunch of stuff there's all free all his articles they're fairly meaty but they're they're good yeah. and then uh john grant keeps a list on github which is list.wordlymaps.com which is which is just a load of collection stuff it's like awesome wordly maps or something and then um like ben or higher thought has got learnwordlymapping.com then of course the value flywheel effect coming to your store soon absolutely um so that's a crack. That was a good conversation. Um, so there's much more about mapping on the serverlessage.com on the on the blog and keep an eye on the Twitter at serverlessage and obviously the book's coming out in a few weeks' time. So um have a good luck. Thanks very much. Thanks, everyone. Bye.